Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Happy Monday, the week before Hanukkah and Christmas. The greatest time of the year, right? Right? Um, It's also, uh, what, 20-some days countdown until until Trump is sworn in? Fuck. That's how I'm living my life. I'm like, yo, we got 20 days left of of fun, of fun living. You know, live it up to the the max, because who knows what's going to happen. That's why we need comedy. That's why we need to laugh. That's why we've got brand new episodes of the About Last Night podcast coming to you guys uh, all throughout uh, the rest of 2016, including two best of episodes, which we're putting together right now, which are going to be so unbelievable. Just some of these guests we've had over the uh, the last 12 months uh, and some of these moments from Mark Marin to, to Jason Derulo to, to uh, Melissa McCarthy and, and, and Nick Swartzen and David Tell. It's, it's really it's so fun to go back and relive some of these episodes. And uh, it's going to be a great best of two-parter. So be on the lookout for that in the next coming weeks. Uh, speaking of great episodes, today's episode is a guest I've been wanting to have on for a long time. I've known this guy since we started comedy. Um, he's been on SNL. He's now one of the uh, new voices on the animated uh, show version of the movie Big Hero 6. Um, you see him on Comedy Central. Uh, him and I did Adam Devine's House Party with Pete Davidson in the first season. Uh, his new stand-up album, uh, This Is Cool Right, is on uh, iTunes right now, which you should go get. He's hilarious, he's insightful, he's an adventurous man, and he he brought it today. Uh, I'm talking about Brooks Whelan, baby. Brooks Whelan. Brooks touches on everything in this episode, from his love for nature and camping and photography to his SNL experience, which, you know, I didn't know if we'd get into because it, you know, it's kind of a sensitive subject as, as, as the roller coaster ride it was for him, but he's had enough uh, distance from it to really have some awesome perspective and, uh, and shared both uh, the, the good times and the bad times with us, and it's really... Really uh, interesting, and um, man, it just really makes you put things in perspective in this business, because Brooks is uh, is in a good place right now, but uh, he's had his ups and downs, just like all of us in this business, and uh, he was definitely very candid about it, which is always great for uh, for listeners, you know, to you know apply to your own life. Everyone's going through shit, man, and, and Brooks, he really breaks it down. Um, he's hilarious. If you can see him live, go see his stand-up. He's one of my favorite comics to watch. Uh, just... You know, absurd, poignant, hilarious, and uh, and always fun. So go see Brooks live if you get a chance. Uh, of course, check him out in the animated show Big Hero Six, which I think comes out on Disney XD in the spring. I want to say, or maybe it's the summer. Um, I'm sure they'll post about that. And uh, and of course, follow Brooks on Twitter at Brooks Whelan. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad at Funny Brad. The podcast at Alien Podcast. At Adam Ray 33 on Instagram, at Brad Williams Comic on Instagram, at Alien Podcast on Instagram. Uh, StoryMerchandise.com for all your Alien merch. Get your hats, shirts, mugs, and posters for the holidays and bring them to the shows. We'll sign them and make great holiday gifts. Stocking stuffers. Get those Titanic mugs. Get those posters. Get those Alien shirts. Put them in your stockings or your friend's stockings or just put them in a sock and put them in someone's yard and... <laughs> Give okay, I don't know I don't know how does Christmas work How do you give gifts for that holiday I, I do the other one um, 
It's StoryMerchandise.com. That's all your Alien merch needs. Get it. Make somebody's dream come true for the holidays, okay? Make it a good end to 2016. Uh, speaking of live shows, I'm so pumped. This Friday, 7 p.m., the Columbia City Theater in downtown Seattle. One show only. I'm headlining, bringing my buddy Sandy Danto and Avery Pearson. We've got some really fun surprises planned. Some musical stuff that we've been working on for a while. It's going to be dope. Your tickets are available at AdamRayTV.com or TicketFly.com. December 23rd, this Friday, 7 p.m., one show only. Columbia City Theater. Come see me. Uh, headline. Uh, very pumped about that. Brad Williams on Friday will be at the Irvine Improv for two shows, 7.30 and 9.45. Get your tickets at Improv.com. And uh, I think that's about it. Like we said, so many great uh, episodes uh, for the rest of 2016 and, and right into 2017, including those best ofs. So make sure you subscribe. Tell a friend before the end of the new year. Say, listen to the About Last Night podcast. Subscribe to it. You're going to love it. These best ofs are coming out. That's a great way to introduce somebody to the pod. And, uh, and we, just, we just are so pumped on the year we've had and appreciate all the love and the support and the, uh, the listener viewership. You guys are just, you know, making it so fun for us to do this. So, uh, so thanks again. And uh, I think that's it. So now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. That's the merch info. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny Brooks Whelan. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast. It's about last night. There it is. This is a really nice up. setup you guys have. Thanks, uh, These are new mics. These are brand new mics? Yeah. Yep. Well, it looks... They're, they're pretty much virgin to your mouth, which... Yeah, you can just like... I have been giving it a blowjob. This <laughs> <laughs> they do... I mean, that's they do tell you in, in some uh, on some mic situations to, like, hug the mic. And you do feel like you're like, I'm like, are they really fucking with me? get up on there. Yeah, yeah, really, just put your mouth around it, just really. Slowly. I forget, I, some comedian, I don't remember who, he would like always put, he had a joke where he put the whole microphone in his mouth, and I'd be like, no. <laughs> well, Bobby Lee's done that before. Oh, yeah. It make, yeah. It's gross. You don't think about the sanitary. Yeah, it's the effect. grossest thing in the world. Oh, God. Yeah, because then not only are you, not only are you putting a microphone in your mouth that has been rubbed on comedians' balls, oh, asses. Uh, everybody spits when spit, they talk. Yeah, spat onto it, and now you're just flat out putting Ugh. it in your mouth. Like, you're essentially giving, like, when you do it at the comedy store, you're you're giving 12 guys and a dude a blowjob. Like, just, <laughs> it's, oh, it's just, that's just what you're doing. And uncomfortable. because we're comics, I'm sure it's more than the average rate of uh, one in four having STD. Oh, <laughs> so, geez, Louise. And, uh... <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> By the way, "Jeez Louise" is one of my favorite uh, sayings. Oh, it's, really? It's not said enough. And you, you strike me as a guy that's got a handful of those in his. Oh, I was saying "Jeez Louise." What else do you got in there? I don't know. What other Looney Tune catchphrases do you have? Uh, I don't know. Dag nabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I say "Gosh dang it" a lot. Do you say uh, "Rascally uh, Rabbit"? Cheese and crackers. No, I would say "Jesus Christ" over that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is the Lord. I do say, geez, Louise. I found this out. I do. Uh, By the way, what did Louise do that she got so much that I she got know. tagged with that? She rhymed with geez. 
Yeah, but what did she do? Did she like, you know, eat the last piece of pie and her husband was like, geez, Louise. I don't know what it is. I just know you can't say it on a Disney cartoon because I was improving what my character saying. And he goes, geez, Louise. They're like, oh, you can't. Because my people might think it's Jesus, and I was like, "Oh, okay. wow, Dude. Disney's that yet." Yeah, yeah. Dude, the mouse is like, "Yeah, they don't want to." Yeah. There was a, well, no, don't offend anybody. Yeah, yeah, there was a there was a commercial that aired like last year or maybe the year before where uh, I don't know what the ad was for, but somewhere in the ad, a woman instead of saying "shut the fuck up" said "shut the front door," and she yeah. said that, and that commercial got hate mail. It's like, uh, we know what you're doing." It's like, who does? You, the adult, yeah, the GoDaddy.com guy, like yeah. his commercials are, are him murdering elephant, and then he goes, "Go to my website." <laughs> like and everyone's like, "Ah, yeah," you're like, "All right, right I'll check out his website." Sounds good. <laughs> I mean, sure, attention. there's one less elephant, but sacrifice oh, needs to be man. made to have a good domain name. That guy is brutal. <laughs> you can look it up. He made a, he made a um, like clearly edited himself. Where he goes on an elephant hunt to like ACDC's back in black. Whoa. You can look it up online. It is just GoDaddy.com monster. Just type. He just. It's him killing an elephant and like. Just like back in black. And he's like, I saved this uh, fucking village from this elephant that was terrorizing them. And I'm like, I don't think I don't no think it was. way, dude. I've seen I've seen Dumbo. They seem pretty friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was, yeah, that movie was based on a true story. Exactly. Everyone yeah. knows that. Well, it was based on elephants being uh, brutalized. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I'm I'm not by any means like a huge animal rights guy. Like, I'm like, yeah, eat meat, whatever. Like, I'm not sure. But I'm not like that. But. And well, you were raised by wolves. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, all all dwarves are. And they were mean to you. <laughs> yeah. So that's why you're like, fuck it, kill them. <laughs> all dwarves are one fourth wolf. That's how a dwarf is made. I don't know if you know that. I didn't. A, da- uh, a regular dude has sex with a, with a wolf, and then you know, out pop, pops. That's why you're so hairy. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I thought that, that would be more well known. <laughs> that seems like a more common fact. We should yeah, have some familiarity I mean, with. I, I think they did a brief story about it on sixty Minutes, but uh, it was like yeah, it was, was spread like wildfire. Yeah, it was like on one of those tail ends. It was back when Andy Rooney was in the end, going, "Why do men have sex with wolves?" Yeah, <laughs> and then he goes, "Kurt Cobain was a bitch." <laughs> God, Mickey Rooney sucks so bad. I know. What's with these kids killing themselves? I don't know. Depression, man. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks sometimes. Tough. Yeah, what an asshole. But yeah, like like I said, like, uh, and I, I actually like guys that hunt and then eat what they kill because I'm like, that's that's pure. That's like that's the most purest form of you. Like, it's you. You can't get mad at them and then go eat a steak from the supermarket. Like, no, I mean, I'm I grew up in Iowa. I'm not against hunting. I'm against uh, killing things that there's like forty of. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, you don't need to pay a lot of money to go over to Africa. Also, this is bullshit. Like all of these, like like oh fucking. Um, I'm like a big. The people who go and hunt big game in Africa and they say I'm important to their tourism is yeah. complete bullshit because they account for like point four percent of the tourism. Where like eight percent of like revenue coming in is people flying there to fucking look at those animals yeah, yeah. exactly like more people go there just to look at them right. than go there and pay money to fucking shoot them they, they always also, try they, to the money goes yeah. to the government and a lot of those governments aren't really not the best yeah they kind of pocket a lot of the money so yeah. it's like a real bullshit way like well, i'm killing it i'm helping the society like no if you have more of them more people will come look at them and then yeah. they contribute to the society. I get uh, I get steamed about that one. Yeah, you well, do. and and you're and you're 
I don't want to say like a nature guy, but damn, I no, just, I would. Just I'd say you're a nature guy. I, look at your Instagram. Yeah, I like My camping. God. I just camp. Yeah, I'm a huge nature guy. Yeah. Like conservation is, I, I mean, or whatever it is. I don't know. I just like national parks and yeah. climate change terrifies me and all that shit. It I does. mean, yeah. in, in, in the last few months on your Instagram, you've had Yosemite, you have had Monument Park. Oh, yeah, I've gone on. I've, Grand Canyon. I've gone to like, uh, but I've been on, I guess, I just go on trips all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took, when I get sad, I go on trips. Uh, that way I don't just drink beer in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll go drink beer in uh, Zion National Park. <laughs> way cooler. You probably yeah. feel better about it, too. I feel yeah. great about now, it. Now, what yeah. is it about th- that whole environment that, that appealed to you? I mean, was it out of, I mean, was it out of like a dark time and you were like, all right, let me go find some tranquility somewhere? Well, really what it was for me and like traveling and why I love traveling so much is I never did it, ever. I grew up in Iowa. I never really left Iowa. And then when I was 26, I met this girl who I dated just for like a month. She was like a Trustafarian. Like a, what? Trust a what? Trustafarian is a rich kid hippie. Oh. Yeah. Like a real, she was like, we have a place on Maui. We should go to it. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and I'd met, my her, arm. Yeah, I'd yeah. met her outside like a liquor store parking lot. So, <laughs> so we went. Where and all I, good love stories yeah, began. Yeah, exactly. We went and then we went there. And I was like, holy shit. And then she's like, I brought acid. (laughs) What? You really are a rich, beautiful girl. Because, like, rich girls, they will just smuggle drugs anywhere. Because they're like, what? I didn't know. Yeah. yeah." And and then a lot of them probably feel like there's no consequences. Rich and beautiful. I'll 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 pay my way out of this or I'll, I don't know, pretty my way out of this. What would have happened is I would be like, the acid was mine. And then I'm stuck in Maui, (laughs) like in jail. But then I just it blew my mind. I was like, I gotta see the world, man. Mm-hmm. So then I've just been like doing that ever since then. Hey, yeah. Do you have a favorite destination? Uh, in uh, I mean Switzerland. Like my top three are like Switzerland, uh, and then Yosemite is up there, and then just like Kauai is dope. Yeah. Just that whole tri- Kauai is just one of the most serene places on on earth. I mean, you really can't get around the the jungle aspect, the beach, the yeah. water. It's I've. I Seems fu- fake. I fucked up so bad. I got engaged in Kauai to a mm-hmm. real, not a good person. And so then that didn't go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm like. But you were still in Hawaii. No, like. Oh, but now it's kind of ruined it for you. Now I'm like, I can't go back to Kauai because oh. I'll think of that nightmare relationship. Oh, well, no. there's, other, there's other islands. There are other there's islands. Maui. You're right. And By the I, way, that's why I can't listen to the Lion King soundtrack because my sixth grade girlfriend broke up to me while I was listening to it. <laughs> And like Elton John, can you feel the love tonight? As yeah. far as I'm concerned, is the worst song I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kauai sucks. You make terrible decisions <laughs> while you're there. I you mean, do. your yeah, I think yours out does ours. Mine is the song "Mr. Brightside" by uh by the Killers. Because if you if you ever got your heart broken, do not listen to that song. Why? It, the l- the lyrics of it are just horrible. If you're going through that. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I stay away from music when I'm, like, uh, going through a breakup. Cause yeah, because everything's about love. Yeah, every song. As I was, like, you just are like, how many relationships are these fucking dudes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, aren't they just, like, banging groupies on the road? They got to, yeah. like, talk about deep shit in their songs. But yeah. then I guess they talk about deep shit in their songs so they could bang more groupies on the road. Yeah. Do you ever get material from some of these uh, spots? Like, when you're at the Grand Canyon, do you have... No, I don't really have a ton of material about camping, uh, because it's just kind of like a little braggy. Like, oh, I mm. was in. I, I mean, that's not true. I was. I took mushrooms in Yosemite last weekend, and I have a whole new bit about that. About how I got really nervous. I took shrooms and started tripping with my girlfriend, and um, she was real chill. She's the coolest, and she just like is very mellow and like 
could like lay on the ground and just like listen to music and i'm like mm -hmm. ah, 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 like and I, I why do you get so anxious yeah. i don't know i was like i don't know if i if i'm am i an artist and then i was like i think so uh and then uh <laughs> we having like, like weird shumi thoughts like i hope all these ants have a place to go for the holidays no, i was just like <laughs> i was just worried i was bad at stand-up so i decided oh. to youtube myself and oh, i watched no. them on mushrooms on mushrooms and the saddest part was i fucking loved it like i thought i was so yeah funny. what's wrong with that it was great I'm that's saying, fine like, yo I there's an amount of clarity that i've experienced on mushrooms that i think is invaluable and i almost feel like everyone should do it because of that like i loved mushrooms are the one thi thing like a one drug where like you wake up in the morning and you don't you're not like oh you're just a little more enlightened to totally mm -hmm. you I, I you remember some sort of these um yeah, enlightening things. Like, I was going through a breakup for my college girlfriend the first time I did it. And it was like, she was end of high school and then a little bit of college. And it was like, dude, I was so broken up over it. And literally, during this, uh, sitting in like these woods area of um, Will Rogers State Park in, here in Los Angeles. And I'm sitting there, like, listening to Dave Matthews Band before these crowded streets. And there was some instrumental. And I look up and, like, the sun was, like, coming through, like, the trees in a certain way to where, like, just in a moment I was like, and I'm over it. Oh, that's great. It was kind that's of incredible. Beautiful. That's beautiful. That and then I started talking to a daddy longs leg, daddy long legs about who he thought was going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's right. I'm, I'm fucked up. <laughs> and back to fucked up. One time I was on mushrooms and I tried, I put on, I was in a cabin, um, up in upstate New York and I put on the World Series and I was tripping on shrooms and then I was like, why do I care about this? Yeah. Like, these are just children playing a game. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? And I turned off the TV and went and looked at a lake for two hours and there then when go. the shrooms wore off, I was like, well, I got to see who won the game. <laughs> there you go. Back to reality. Yeah, yeah. Back now, to reality. now you're good. Now, like now, yeah. Now, now men playing a game matters yes, again. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Dude. I don't know. That was, what a bozo. Didn't care about the World Series for a second. <laughs> that is dope that you're able to get some material from that well i mean i don't get it's not a lot of material right from it, where do you but, get most of your like what's your writing process just stuff i've done just dumb shit yeah i've done uh i, I got i talk a lot about i don't know growing you up. they say live a life worth writing about and mm -hmm. you definitely are doing that yeah i mean i'm always getting making just the worst decisions <laughs> and i just talk about it on stage just about just about breakups right now i guess yeah because uh, that's what's fresh well, it's not that fresh. I mean, I, I mean, but I mean, like, like in it, your heart, still, like you, you remember, you can tap into it. Oh yeah, you can very vulnerable, just like I just dumb shit I did afterwards. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, just like trying too hard. I don't like. It's just about my life. Like I feel like after I get off stage, you know, like exactly how I feel at that moment. Yeah, and I those are my favorite types of comics. I love a comic that where you when they get off stage, you're like, oh, I know kind of who they are. Yeah. Like, uh, it, and if, and I mean, while there's certainly a, a place for just the one-liners that don't make sense right. or that don't uh, go together to build anything, there's certainly that place in stand-up. Yeah, it's I, not what I prefer personally. I can go too far, though. <laughs> oh. like, I, was on, I was on tour when uh, I found out my fiance was like leaving me, and I was like, it was so such a bummer uh, that like I still had to do the shows, and oh. uh, I was like, how do you do that? Oh, it, not well. Uh, <laughs> oh afterwards, like people came up and they're like, "That was more art than stand up." Uh, <laughs> that's what I was you, like, "I was like, that's not ideal." <laughs> like, when you started, I was going for. When you started stabbing and pissing on the picture of that girl. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just I was just like, "That's I, a." I think I would open. I opened a few shows with, "I don't want to be here." 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then it's, I'm headlining like on a tour. It's just, it was, someone's yes. And someone's paid 20 yeah, bucks to like, see you. One of my favorite comics. Well, I don't want to see you sad. I'm like, well, I'm sad. Uh, <laughs> kind of incredible, though, to have a I mean, that's what it is kind of great about stand up. Is it like what other job do you have to like? I mean, where you have an outlet to kind of express exactly what you're going go, through. Yeah, immediately go talk about it. It's cathartic. Yeah. 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 It's super cathartic. I've got great material on it now. And you can all pull that. that up closer to If you want to sit up, you can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, don't feel, yeah, there you go. yeah, like the day I got fired off SNL, I like rode my bike to UCB in New York and was like, can I go on stage? And they were like, yeah. And I just did like 20 minutes about getting fired from the show. And I was like, I feel way better. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's why stand-up's great. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it gives you that outlet. Uh, I, uh, I've i told the story in the podcast before, so I'll be brief. But, uh, yeah, I found out that my dad, I got the phone call that my dad beat cancer oh. as they were announcing me on stage at the Comedy Works in Denver. That's great. So it was like, oh, God, like this crazy rush of emotion. And then, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brad. Like, All right, well, I guess i got to talk about this. Yeah. And what I did that night eventually became... A special, like that's pre- so pre- awesome. Pretty much became an entire special. So, by the way, I've never commented on like how uh, great that was that um, that you found out right before. But like, it is great that it came from like a fam- like. What if for some fucked up reason, like you were about to go on stage yeah. and the family called your family called the club first, and then they told you and they're like, "Well, we don't want to tell him he's about to go on." Yeah. But then the DJ was like, "You know what? I'm going to tell him through his intro. You guys ready for your headliner? His dad right. just beat cancer. Give it up for Brad Williams." <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, wait, what? What? What happened? Wait, yeah, what's yeah, that? Yeah, is yeah, that?" I would the, like to talk to the announcer for a second. <laughs> we could have a, get into this. Yeah. If we could have a brief word, the feature could do a little bit more time. Oh, now, yeah, there, there is just that immediacy of it. Of I just went through this. I'm just going to say this. Yep. And I'm going to get a reaction from you. Yeah, it's it, great. And good or bad. It's. I hope it's funny. I hope you laugh at it. Oh but yeah. It either was, way, there's gonna be there's there's gonna be a pure reaction. There was probably like three months where the material wasn't funny, and mm-hmm. it was just like whoa. But now it's like I've made it to where I'm. Not, it's not like there's no malice. It's just funny. Your material yeah. about uh, growing up in Iowa is uh, some of my favorite oh, stuff. Thanks, out man. There. Well, that's very nice. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird place to grow up, but I mean, fun. I recently read a tweet that you said that uh, <laughs> you want that there to make a thirty for thirty on oh. Iowa wrestling. Iowa wrestling. This is when I was watching a thirty. This was up in Yosemite uh, when my girlfriend went to bed I was like up in 30 for 30 on the U was on yeah and I'd been drinking beers and I'm one of the like, best ones like that's like one of those like I'll tweet not jokes when I'm drunk I'm just like this needs to happen <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like drunk and my girlfriend was sleeping and I'm like why don't they do a 30 for 30 on Iowa wrestling in the 80s and early 90s because like that's when I grew up and they were badasses they won like nine national titles in a row now and, was that a big deal in your town like it's a big deal the in the wrestling community. I mean, yeah. they won nine NCAA championships in a row. That's a lot. And yeah. It, and like, that's the Hawkeyes, right? Yeah, the Iowa yeah. Hawkeyes. They were, they were just unstoppable in the late 80s and up until like 95. I mean, they're still always the top three team. I just love Iowa wrestling so much. And like they were like how the U was cocky. Like yeah. it was, they were that version, but for wrestling. Did like, they come? Did they come out through smoke or something? Like no, the same they kind just of thing were like they, they were just like cocky as shit, celebrating. Yeah, but if like, you know you can take somebody down, you're gonna have a certain amount of confidence but there and was, swagger. No, but there was like guys who if they 
if they like beat you, but they didn't feel like they beat you by enough, they wouldn't shake your hand afterwards. Like that sort of, they and, just like, and that's sort of like the thing. And cause I wrestled in high school yeah. and, that, and that's a huge thing is the handshake. After. Yeah. Yeah. And they put a number, they put a Roman no- numeral 10 on their, on their singlet, their Jersey or whatever. Yeah. Uh, for their 10th title and they lost that year oh yeah so i mean it's like wow it's like a real they were cocky as fuck and they Man. were just like drunk and like probably the only school in the nation where they're more popular than the basketball team yeah so it's just like, it, it, like it, it, it's funny how certain schools have like different emphasis like uh more in new england you have uh an emphasis on sports like like lacrosse and yeah. stuff like that where we out here on the west coast just like eh, all right yeah exactly that's a thing I, mean, I guess yeah i don't really have any jokes about camping or wrestling because there's like <laughs> is, it, is it like too close to you <laughs> no it's not too close to me it's just like a thing everyone's like well i don't do that you know not yeah. like people like camp as much or grew up wrestling right 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 now yeah. did, did you did you ever try to do wrestling because you saw how great these guys were oh i mean yeah i grew up wrestling that was my whole oh, okay my whole dream was to wrestle at the university of iowa and no be like a national champ like i remember i would like i grew up catholic and i would like pray to be an ncaa champ because i thought <laughs> i might need help with god for that one but <laughs> It was an automatic. I would be a state champ. Oh, like, sure. That's how I felt. I was like, yeah. well, that I know. I've got on my own. But I might need a little help from God to be an NCAA that's champion. Amazing. I wonder if God's just up there like, uh, you know, we got world peace and yeah. uh, hunger and things like that that I could help with. Like, no. yeah, you'll I'd get like to, to that. be an NCAA champion. <laughs> yes. You'll get to that eventually. Uh, yeah. But for right now. Yeah, I know. I grew up wrestling. I love wrestling. Both my yeah. brothers wrestled. They were really good. Well, it, um, I mean, and one of the reasons I did it is it's it's a, it's the, in my opinion, the purest form of sport. Just, yeah. I mean, you're a, you're a person. You're a person. Let's go. Well, well have you killed an elephant? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm a that's big the, elephant. That's the purest big, yeah. form of. I, I <laughs> think a fair fight. Machine I think it would be. Yeah, I think if you put a machine so gun on an elephant, now it's a fair fight. Like if, if that. Elephants just running around with a machine gun. Can you going. imagine? Hey, well, Trump America. Who knows? You know, <laughs> some of these ideas that sound crazy aren't crazy anymore. No, no, we we have no idea what's going to happen. That's what I do like about Trump winning is that <laughs> we're going to see the limits that a president like what the checks and balances really are. Yeah. Like he's gonna he's gonna take and it like, to the limit. How much a party will really back their candidate? Oh, no. Also, like <laughs> when he we're gonna find out about aliens for sure. Oh, like, real quick. Because this might as, be the time for them to come down. No, I'm saying if oh. he like gets impeached or loses yeah. the next election, he's gonna be like, oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna fire me. Well, I'll tell everybody. Here's else. what happened to Kennedy. I, yeah. I do the firing. I don't get fired. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. it. I'm gonna get the aliens together C- finally. CIA killed Kennedy. Everyone knows it. Yeah, it's just out there. You guys have some we've great known, Trump impressions. We've known it. We've known about aliens. CIA yeah. killed Tupac. Forty yeah. years. Yeah, the CIA was behind the the Nancy Kerrigan clubbing. <laughs> uh, yeah, when she clubbed the seals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Nancy yeah. Kerrigan clubbed seals. Wait, I thought it was Tanya Harding. No, see, that's what you don't know. That's what you don't know. Nancy that Kerrigan distraction. hated oh. seals. God, I'm so bummed about the Trump impressionists that are going to come out of the woodwork for this. A lot. It's remember how annoying Bush impressionists were, and now yeah. we have. You can't do an impression of Obama because he's just like, "Hey, I'm pretty normal." Yeah, uh, but man, stand-up comedy is gonna maybe get a little worse for a second. Well, I it, think it, so. It just depends on like like. There will be plenty of guys and girls that just do the impression. They don't have any substance behind it. Right. But it really depends on, like, what your, obviously, like, your take is and what, like, sure. the jokes are actually going to be. Just, like, man, as white male comedians, <laughs> Trump is not good because uh, we have nothing to complain about. Nope. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, boy, this is bad for biz. 
it's bad. It's bad for people's lives. Yeah, first and foremost. But selfishly, I'm like, oh god, I have nothing to complain about. Like, <laughs> white America, fuck. Jesus, yeah. it's really. Um, I don't know. You can, I'm sure you could take some more shrooms and then find something. Oh, who knows? You know, hopefully, I just get to use my brain normal and figure something out. <laughs> there's, there's certain things I wish that would come from it. That like, like you know, some of these like blindside moments and behavioral things that he's doing. I'm like, I wish it would just like he would just be like, I'm gonna bring back crystal clear Pepsi. Like things, you know what I'm saying? Like things that were like kind of like a big deal but then you're like oh yeah. you're not gonna actually do that much damage you're no, like maybe yeah. it's all a show right like, I think, <laughs> like i wish he would run like a sixth grade campaign like yeah. you know what everyone's gonna be required to have a twix by noon <laughs> like yeah. just something like that you're like okay, okay his, all right and the fat kids get picked first and kick ball yeah yeah his twitter to me seems like he just does coke and then tweets what he thinks like <laughs> he's, you can't burn the flag or you go to jail like I don't know man now I saw a tweet that yeah yeah Carrie Fisher uh, confirmed ex cokehead right yeah uh, um, Princess Leia said that during the debates because somebody tweeted her and said is he on coke and she was like for sure 110 mm-hmm. percent oh my gosh yeah which wow. and she I mean you know well, that's kind of I mean although maybe she was like yeah so get some retweets yeah but, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, also. I don't know if I'm going to use... I don't know if that's a guarantee. I don't, yeah. so Princess, Princess Leia <laughs> says he does I mean, fuck. yeah, you and said... If there's one person you can trust... She knows Boba Fett. Yeah. Clearly rational, yeah. current 2016 Carrie Fisher. Sure. Not I mean, a lifetime of Hollywood behind her. That sounds like a thought that you would oh have to God. do a lot of coke to come up with. No, man. Princess Leia says the president's yeah. on drugs. Yeah. yeah. You're like, wait, wait, what? That's... Uh, I don't know. I just think he's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. There, well, now, now I'm just gonna watch a lot of TV to like distract myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, and I saw that you. Uh, I I think you and I share an obsession for the show uh, Bar Rescue. Oh my god, I love Bar. I Rescue. love I love that show I, so it, much. Like, cause I just um, road trip. Just did a road trip, and we were me and the girlfriend were gonna camp while we went to all these national parks. But then didn't think about Utah. This was like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, it's like gets down to like ten. Uh, yeah. At night, and I'm like, I don't want to stay. In. So we were just staying in like hotels, and uh, I got to watch a bunch of bar rescue. And it was, she <laughs> what do you love it. about it? She can't I stand just, it. It's just the it's it's just the guy walks in it's, and just ruins someone's dream. Like, that's all it is. Like somebody, it's like every bar rescue is just like a middle aged white guy. Yeah. Who, Who's like my bar's name is Eleanor's, and then a guy <laughs> kicks the door. And he's like, "Shut up! It's called tits now. <laughs> We're changing it." Like, and then the guy's like, "But my, it's after my wife." And he's like, "We we watch fucking NASCAR in here." <laughs> Your, your 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 wife wants you to make money. You're not doing that. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. Tits is gonna be making money. This place is tits. And then at the end, it's like tits made one uh, percent more that month. Like it's always like barely, so barely any like, sort of fix up and improvement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, but the host. But you watch because what? The host is great. I I don't watch it that often. I watch it when I'm in a hotel and I'm excited about it. Yeah. Because um, they're all the same. It's yeah. all just a repeat. It well, is literally I mean, everyone. Yeah. He's just like you need more sports. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a show that's because because they, they did one episode of Bar Rescue that was on a comedy club. Oh, that's right. That uh, uh, which comedy club? I bet I've performed there. Yeah, uh, probably. I almost don't want to say the name because I I don't personally don't want people to go to this comedy club. But it it, it was a uh, it was Where, uh, what city was it? Well, in? it's Scott, Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay, 
Yeah, that's... No, I haven't done that one. Okay. Um, and uh, <laughs> I Shut love... Shut it down! <laughs> Shut it down! It's now called Hoo Hoo Funny House. <laughs> it's just Theo Vaughn on stage. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm in the middle of my set! <laughs> like, they kind of did that, actually. Oh, uh, really? really? Yeah, well, like, they interrupted... That's not a... That's, I love Theo Vaughn. I'm just saying, yeah. like, it's a, a respectable comedian yes. on stage. Yes, While a guy runs in and yells, shut it down. And he's like, I'm talking about being from Louisiana. Theo's <laughs> a guy I would love to see handle that, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, he would do great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, I want to do a comedy club rescue where it's strictly comedy clubs. Like, we, we just go and, like, rescue, like... Because we've all played those shit rooms oh and yeah there's all... only like five good ones <laughs> that have a green room yeah well i'm just saying like promotions yeah just like it's just it's such an easy such an easy gig i don't know man like i just why well, i stopped doing comedy clubs mm-hmm. because i just was just That's right you did sort of bummed out doing them i also can't sit still in the same city for three nights in a row so uh-huh. that's why I just do like tiny music venues and like one nighters. You love that. Well, you're you're kind of perfect for that situation. It's yeah? more fun for me. I hate when anybody walks in and doesn't just because they got free tickets. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I hope it's Tim Allen, and then I'm up there. <laughs> yeah, there are people that legitimately go out oh. and go, and I'm hoping Roseanne Barr shows up yeah. tonight. Yeah, it's like I uh, sometimes they show me the comment cards at uh, at the end of the night, and usually on a comment card it ha- it has like, who would you like to see at this club? And it's like Louis C.K. It's like this is the Looney Bin in Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably um, not showing up. Not also, coming. like as a booker, just yeah. fucking trust your booking. Don't- yeah. Don't book people who you think are funny, and then then who cares if your audience likes them or not? Book funny people. Yeah. And then your audience will start to come based on the fact that, hey, that last guy was funny. I don't know this guy, but I trust this comedy club. Oh, yeah. As opposed to listening to a guy who just wants Tim Allen. He's like, he didn't talk about power tools. <laughs> no, it was a woman with a different point of view. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's funny. Yeah, it, it's, yeah there's, a, there, there's sort of a disconnect, and uh, I truly think that, I, and, that's, and that's one thing I get upset at some comedy club owners for doing, and I understand that they do it to sell tickets, but they, yeah. but they, but they put on a comic that is, just, is a TV star, not a comedian. Sure. And then they just talk for an hour and it's horrible. And then people walk out and go, well, that person had their own show. So if they're bad, then I'm not going to go see a guy that didn't have a show. Yeah. I mean, it's it really is like act. The guy who runs Acme in Minneapolis is I can't think of his name. He's he's fucking like just the coolest. I hear that. Room's dope. It's my it's my favorite. And he like runs it so well. Mm-hmm. And he's just filled with advice. And he's like, I cater to the younger crowd. Because, like, the college crowd, because, like, and this club's been around forever. Yeah. And he's like, cater, it, it took a while, but I cater to the younger crowd because they finished college, they stay in the area, they have money, guess where they want to come back? To the place they had a good time. Yeah, right. It's a great model. Yeah. So yeah. Like, oh, I had fun there as a kid, now I have money, I'm going to go back there. So it's, like, so now, cheaper for college students. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's now just, now like, a long-term fun, game. Now I'm going to have fun and be drunk. Yeah. And not worry about the financial cost it of the ticket. It was just such, awesome. a good, such a good point of view of, he's like, just watch, just, you know, cater, just be nice to the audience. Give yeah. them a good show and they'll come back. It's uh, it's always amazing to me when you go to a club like that or like the Comedy Works or the Comedy Club on State Street or any yeah, any those any are the best one. Any number of these clubs that do it well. Yeah, There's a new one in uh, Ver- Burlington, Vermont is awesome. I just did it. It's nice. like one of my new favorite clubs. And like you see, you see stuff like that, and you go, you see, you can do it. It can yeah. be done right. Yeah, I mean, I also I'm never stoked when a comedy club is attached to like. 
a Hooters or something, you know, like it's in a <laughs> mall. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. It's in a mall. They're like, no, it's great. They like, they give us like half off of wings yeah. after the show. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you're super funny, everyone gets a free basket of fries. You know, that's, not, that's not talking shit, but I'm just always a little like, ah, oh, it's in a strip mall, isn't it? And then oh. some guy comes in and goes, this place is no longer Hooters. It's called tits. Yeah. Yeah. Goes, hey, man, not, not that big of a jump. Yeah. Actually, we, uh, we were already leaning towards the tits. <laughs> that's kind of insane. I mean, pretty insinuated. much insinuated. Pretty much we just can't call it tits itself. So we got, oh, so we got. This ain't a bar dedicated to owls? Okay, man. <laughs> You're going to be fired soon. No, it's actually yeah. dedicated to tits. Ow! Well, that's perfect. I'm out of here. Now, you graduated with a biomedical engineering degree. Correct. And How- I, I, but I do just want to say I, some comedy clubs are great. And I don't know. I, yeah. I know. We only, I don't want to just talk yeah. to on all comedy. And clubs. And I know we only listed three, but there's obviously there's, there's some really great ones. Yeah. There's By the way, I, I thought you were going to say really cool guy. I do want to say Hooters is great. <laughs> Hooters <laughs> isn't great. I did go to Buffalo Wild Wings last night and mm-hmm. it was a delight. There you go. Was it? My, that's my Midwestern roots. If you put me B-dubs. in a Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm having a great time. Well, dude, I think, look, I went to an Applebee's when I was in Sacramento a couple weeks ago and watch some football. Guess what? It's the most fun. Guess what? The vibe is great. It's super fun. Okay. Yes. Tell me one person who's who's walked out of an Applebee's and been like, never going back. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude. I, me, I went on the... Maybe someone who works there. I did a... I, unless you got like a $6 yeah. sirloin, you're like, what? It didn't come out like a Ruth's Chris? It's <laughs> oh like, eh, that's a $6 sirloin. Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> Be happy you can digest it. Me, I, I went on a, I did a uh, tour up the West Coast with Cornell Reed and Carl Hess, and we, me and Cornell Reed, went to an Applebee's after a show in Sacramento or something, and we kept getting the. It's called the perfect margarita, uh, and we just kept ordering them. Ballsy, ballsy move, Applebee's. Basically, just to go, hey Cornell, how is your margarita? And he goes, I don't know. Perfect. We drank just for the joke. Like four of them, just because we loved the joke so much. Both of us shit our pants the next day. <laughs> we were driving. I don't know. Commercial for it? Yeah, like both of us shit our pants simultaneously. No, just oh, like I remember because like, that would have been incredible. Like, like, oh, That's perfect. Like, yeah, like it. Cornell, he's like, oh man, I shit my pants, man. I'm like, oh, you idiot. And then like a half hour later, I was like, we gotta pull over. I just shit my pants. I went. I what did I go into? I went into an Arby's and threw my underwear away. <laughs> I was like the only person in I didn't the Arby's. Buy anything. I just threw away my underwear in an Arby's and left. And By the way, that's not the first time that's happened <laughs> in an no, Arby's. No, for no sure, way. Arby's has like just it, they, for whatever reason, it's always in the place nearby where you shit your pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have a Hall of Fame oh, there. Jeez, we were like that poor, poor Arby's. <laughs> By the way, there's a certain walk. Somebody must have seen you come yeah. in. Oh, yeah, like, oh, I knew what was about to go down. He, he and was like, pants, and, and he he got some sort of a glimpse of your walk, and, and like, yeah. and, and was like, all right, I, I'm on garbage duty tonight, but I'm gonna somehow uh, yeah. delegate this to somebody else. I think there right. was a perfect button too, where Cornell was like, "How was that? How was shit in your pants?" I go, "I don't know, perfect." <laughs> As perfect as shitting your pants can be. Wait, so how do you how do you go from biomedical engineering? Where does comedy enter your life? How do you find that? I started doing st- I, so. I went to just like any idiot who went. It's so weird when you're 18. They're like, "What do you want to do forever?" And you, you know, you go to college, and you're like, "I'm 18." Uh, yeah. Drink uh, beer. Just, eat pop tarts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But bagel uh, bite engineering. I don't know. Well, yeah. I was. I my girlfriend at the time. Um, she was uh, going. She she had like a real cool family, and her dad was an engineer. And I didn't know anything about engineering. And uh, she was like, "I'm going to be an engineer." I was like, "Okay, me too." Uh, so I picked biomedical engineering because I was like, maybe I'll be a doctor. Uh, and it's a good pre-med rec. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I did biomedical engineering and then six months into college, I did my first open mic and was like, okay, I'm going to be a comedian. 
But uh, I guess I'll finish college because uh, it was my way out of Iowa. Yeah, yeah. To be a like to get a biomedical engineering degree, and then like because my my parents aren't gonna like be like go to L.A. We're gonna, we'll pay for it. You know, like <laughs> go ahead and throw away this right. like degree. Uh, so I just finished college uh, while doing stand up like most nights, and then got a biomedical engineering job out here in L.A. and uh, moved out here, and then treated that job like McDonald's. Uh, like, just like, didn't give a fuck. I was just here to do stand. Now, just cause I'm an idiot, uh, who, who dropped out of college, uh, biomedical engineering. What exactly does that entail? It's like mechanical engineering, which I don't know if that's a help, but like, it's like, it's <laughs> you gotta realize who you're talking to yeah, here, bro. Yeah, no, I got it. Let's move on. Can yeah. you yeah. put it in world wrestling federation terms? <laughs> no, you just take like, <laughs> it's like when the undertaker kind of yeah, went yeah. bad from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know. We learn a lot about when uh, how the Ultimate Warrior when he shakes the ropes. Like, yeah. what's the forces that are behind that? Now how I is got the elasticity it. working in that vascular body. Um, no, it's just like you learn. It's uh, I, I moved out here. I like I got an emphasis in cardiovascular biomechanics, which is just learning about the heart. I wrote a yeah. long paper on the heart valve. Like that was my senior, like a senior project. Wrote like I don't know, just a super long paper on heart valve on. Artificial heart valves. So got, I got a job at like the best artificial heart valve company in uh, in the world for real. Um, I mean, they were a really nice company. They fired me, but I deserved it, you know. But uh, <laughs> well, at least so, you're honest. They fire you for uh, tweeting things about the job I didn't like. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I think I remember that. Yeah, Wasn't that kind of a bad. That was a nice little deal online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I tweeted like a photo of my boss. That's right. And, and opening the refrigerator, and I uh, captioned it. Looks like it's feeding time. Uh, and uh, I was already on thin ice. Yeah. By the way, that's not even that bad. But no, she was. It was. Mean. Oh, she. Okay, she never was, mind. Never over, mind. She was a little overweight. Ah, uh, okay, it was never a mean, mind. It was a mean thing I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so when I got fired, I was like, absolutely understand. <laughs> Uh, That's when you know you did some like some stuff to get shit canned. When oh. you when you agree with their when decision, you, when you get, when you go, well, I apologize, and I will just go. <laughs> no, I don't need security to walk me out. I understand. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to make this situation worse. But that was down in Irvine. I was working on heart valves, just doing durability testing on them, and I did that from when I was twenty two to twenty four. Mm-hmm. Um, and Irvine's. When you live in Iowa, you don't know that's far from uh, the Los Angeles comedy scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, I grew up in Orange County. Yeah. So when I tell people who live in the rest of the country, like, yeah, I, I grew up in Orange County. They go, oh, man, so you just like go to L.A. like every night. I'm like, no. No, it's two hours. Yeah, it's two uh, hours. With traffic. traffic, it's three. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, so I did it every night. I would come yeah. up here every night and just hang out. Wow. For those two years, and just like go to What's Up Tiger Lily, and like sit in the sit in the kitchen there, which was a show that like used to happen. That's great. It still yeah. happens, but less regularly, not in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when I got fired from that job, it was like a blessing uh, because uh, then I moved up into uh, like Hollywood and got a job at Caltech. Well, offshoot of Caltech, I didn't work at Caltech. It was just like a, a startup company on Eyes, and it was really rad. And I wow. had that job doing stand up every night. Until I got uh, SNL, like until that day. Wow. Like I, I was like, I got to, I never quit that job until like I got a call that was like, hey, you're going to move to New York. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I got to quit my job. Is that pretty much how that call goes down? Well, it's no, it was, uh, it was a call. I was, I got called to be a, a writer uh-huh. for the show for, well, the call was so vague. It's just a vague. That's yeah. what I hear. It's never like a super it's confirming. Never like, Congratulations. You're hired. It's no, like a- it was, I got a call and it was, hey. What's up? Uh, Moved to New York. You're going to start at the least. We're not sure what you're going to do yet, but at minimum, you'll be a writer. 
And uh, I was like, that is a maximum for me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Uh, that sounds fantastic. Uh, uh, so I moved, I moved there like that week. Mm-hmm. And then, it's such uh, a quick turnaround. Yeah. Damn. And then I wrote there for three weeks. You write for three weeks before the show starts. Uh, yeah. And then like the Friday before we started the season, uh, I'd been talking with like Lauren Michaels a lot. And then he just like called me himself. He's like, you're going gonna, gonna to put you in the cast. And I was like, very cool. <laughs> wow. And then it was a, then it was a train wreck. Well, it was fun sometimes. Yeah, it was fun, right? You got your sometimes it was really fun. They, sometimes it wasn't. When they gave you time at the weekend update desk, to, nothing was to more do, fun in the world. Yeah, yeah, nothing was greater, and I don't think I'll ever have a higher high than like doing weekend update as myself. That yeah, was so that was super fun. That's you know? an unbelievable thing to say. Like, I don't even know where that falls as in line as far as like comedic achievements and bucket list things. But like, that's such a heralded like amazing thing to be a part of yeah it was weird and I to mean, be yourself on it yeah it was i got into comedy because of adam sandler going yeah. on weekend update as himself and then i was like well i got to do that that's cool you it's know unbelievable i mean it stunk getting like fired and how it only lasted a year but like i mean hindsight uh, you know and the more distance i get from it the more i'm like wow that was really neat you know yeah it was a cool it was a cool experience and then when you look at you can look at some of the amazingly talented people that had a similar th- like David Tell was a writer on SNL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, never got to be a really a performer unless he was like an extra. I think he might have done an, an update or two. Yeah. Um, and then Sarah Silverman was a writer for a year. She was on the cast for a year. Julie yeah, Louis Dreyfus yeah. was in the cast. She yeah, was, for she a was year. On it for a while, I think. What's also cool, I think, about Robert you, Down- yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like, there's he a lot was on of like for a year. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of one and dones that sure. were just kind yeah. of like that's uh, Robert Ory, the uh, Lakers and Spurs. Absolutely, uh, was on it he for was two there. Seasons. Yeah, two seasons. Here's solid like, characters. Here's like what my brain great does. wig work. The, like, <laughs> Mr. Free Throw Man. Yeah. <laughs> there's a photo of every cast member ever in the hallway on uh-huh. the 17th floor where it writes, and here's like where my dumb brain goes. Like everybody else in the like I don't know about everybody else, but like some people in the cast walk by and be like Belushi, Chevy, you know, and like yeah. just look at like oh Eddie Murphy. I was the guy who would walk down the hallway and be like I don't know who that guy is. Uh-huh. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. Like, that was my brain. I was like, I don't want to be one of those guys. Like, who yeah. are these? These dudes were on the show. You didn't yeah. grow up on the show, really? No, but I'm saying there's a lot of cast members yeah. who didn't oh, really yeah. go anywhere after the show. Gotcha. And that's right. where my brain was, yes. as like, opposed to being like, I'm the next Belushi. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Like, who yeah. Yeah. You know, but um, I think it's cool. The, the further away you get from anything, you gain more perspective from it. Absolutely. And, yeah. and more appreciation for it. And what I think is dope is that, like, yeah, man, the update thing, like, you got to be in a lot of sketches. I mean, when you came back, and I think it was right after you had gotten fired, and you read, or maybe you were still on the show, when I, I was at Bar Lubitsch with you, and you basically read a bunch of premises for sketches that you oh, had written. Yeah. And it was some of the funniest shit I have ever fucking heard. And it was, it, I almost had to walk out of the room because I started to get, like, genuinely upset that, like, how do you not make... All of these, you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, but I yeah. mean, a lot of my sketches. You learn. You're on a fucking sketch show. You learn that like, it's. I had a lot of just like easy premises, like not easy premises, but like, where does the sketch go from there? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, where would we take that idea that you had? I don't know. You know, but I that's know. but but hey, that's where you collaborate and have other people jump in. Yeah. Having an idea yeah. is uh, great. Ideas is is not as easy as it sounds. Did, did you write the Exterminator one with you and Edward Norton? Yeah, I wrote that. I, that was an idea. That was incredible. Uh, and then, but then there was these two guys there who write 
some of the funniest stuff in the world. Uh, Tim Robinson and Zach Cannon, who aren't on the show anymore because they have a new show on Comedy Central. Sam Richardson. Yeah. yeah, called uh, Detroiters. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, they're the writers on that show? Yeah, Tim's in it. Sam and Tim created that. Yeah, oh, okay. and Zach. And Zach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's um, that's going to be great. And uh, uh, another one of their, another really great writer, um, I can't think of right now. They all created it together. Uh, mm-hmm. He was gone before I got there. Um, so I they helped you flush that out. Oh, they! I came up with the idea, and then I'd never written a sketch before I got on the show, which also, if you've ever never written a sketch before you get hired to write uh, on Saturday <laughs> Night Sketches. Live, don't tell, the, don't tell everyone. Oh. <laughs> no. yeah, I just remember being like, I've never even written a fucking sketch, you know? And there's all yeah. these sketch writers that are like, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You didn't have to make a pack? And I'm like, no, I just told five minutes of jokes. <laughs> well, because, well, I mean, how did you even get on SNL's map? For uh, like just um, or SNL's radar, I should say. Yeah, I made I made a tape, you know, just like everybody they knew they were gonna have a big turnaround. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my manager was like, make a tape, and I was like, ah, okay, and I made that, and then they just were like, this is really weird. I mean, no, uh, <laughs> weird. Uh, Why? Then, what was so? What were well, your characters? I, my well, I don't remember the characters. The impressions I did just weren't what they would need. You know, yeah. my mm-hmm. they need. Good impressionists like you. Oh, guys. oh, that's what they need. Yeah, you're like, doing like the bar rescue host. <laughs> even more obscure. I was doing like Jake the Snake Roberts. Like that was my celebrity impression. Wait, but all he does is whisper. No, and it wasn't even a good one. It was just Jake the Snake Roberts <laughs> uh, try, uh, appealing to uh, you to let. Uh, he was he he was trying to get into be to come to your child's birthday party for money. <laughs> We do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He was like, yes, look, there's, there's no snakes in the bag anymore. The government took my snake. You need a, you need a zip. You need like a home if you have snakes, it turns out. It like, uh, any, I did him. I did uh, Hitler. If he, if, he oh, liked, boy. if he liked troll dolls. Like if, he, if he was a big troll doll fanatic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which was so dumb. How'd your Hitler go? It was, I mean, it's so bad. It's, it was just like, just fun. Wait, before I give my hate speech, just going to pull out my troll dolls here real quick. You know, and then he just... By the way, How's Your Hitler should be a game show. Yeah. yeah how's Your uh, Hitler. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the other celebrity impression I did was... Uh, Joey Buttafuoco? No, Gallagher. Uh, oh, jeez. Teaching stand-up comedy, and he was just like, you're not smashing it enough. <laughs> so they were terrible. You're not jumping on a giant couch. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, actually really funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway... They, but I uh, like those obscure references because it, especially, like, 15 years after well, Gallagher I mean, had a, the last special or something yeah. where it was, either way they had just gotten like a tape after tape of like here's my sure. Gosling here's my right, right, right. Hoffman here's right. my Bruce Willis and then they're like well this kid's weird he's but uh, you're probably still funny, right? There was yeah, I think it was just like unique. I don't know. Either way, I sure. never really asked. And then I did uh, Montreal, and yep. they saw me there, and they were like, oh, we should give this kid a chance at uh, audition. Because I remember his tape. I think Seth Meyers was like, that guy's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the talent booker was like, ah, I've seen, you should see his tape because it's weird. Uh, <laughs> and then they just did straight stand up. And then uh, then that's how it went down. Yeah. So for so for your audition, you just straight stand up. Yeah. Yeah. What was that opening night like hearing your name called and being there? I mean, uh, is that a pleasant memory? I'm so pessimistic that like I remember seeing my when they, they don't they don't really tell you like that because they do the warm up. You do the warm up. Um, before dress rehearsal, I even remember where they're like, hey, welcome to Saturday Night Live. Uh, that's my impression of Don Pardo. Uh, 
here we go for this show. I just all I remember thinking was I was I didn't like the photo they used of me. That's all I was just like. Everyone else was like, oh, look at how great it is. And I was like, they made me look like a douchebag. <laughs> so so in so instead of Brooks Whelan, you heard what a douche. Yeah, I go, I go. Who would think that guy could be funny? They just tried to hunkify me. This guy's a tool. I do remember yeah. seeing that picture and I was like, oh, Brooks, Brooks, he looks good. Well, they, I had like a beard and long hair, and yeah. they were like, well, that's all going. And I was like, yeah. shave it. We want clean cut. I guy. was like, do you want me to pull it out now or what? Like, <laughs> I remember when Lauren was like, you're gonna have to shave. Like when he hired me in his office. No, and yeah. I was like, I was like, ah, no deal. Because I had balls back then, uh, like before the show had terrified me. I was still like naive and mm-hmm. thought I could be like, and you know, oh. be funny around. Before yeah, I was I'll scared be the of the, the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, dude, not worth it. And he was like, no, but what? I do, you know. And I was like, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I will shave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think many people tell him no. Probably not. Was there a band or host that was kind of uh, cool that you got to meet or? Oh, with almost you? absolutely. The, the, the all the bands were the coolest. The first. Uh, the first band was Arcade Fire, and they're like my nice. favorite band. Jesus. Yeah, so that was weird. Like, I remember going down and, like, getting a little, like, holy cow. Because I'd never seen the Weekend Update desk. I'd never mm-hmm. been there. I'd never seen the show, like, live, you know? And it was just, like, Arcade Fire was warming up on Thursday, and they were putting together the Weekend Update desk. And I'm like, this is weird. Did you did it sink in that you're like, I can just walk up and be like, hey, I'm on the show? Or were you still kind of I never felt comfortable doing that yeah. uh, until, like, until later, um, and I learned I would write a lot of sketches for the bands I liked. I'd bring them in because it was just mm. a way to, for me. Like, I wrote a sketch that the Kings of Leon played the Duck Dynasty guys. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. I wrote a sketch. So then I get to meet them because like, yeah. I wrote the sketch. That one made it on. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I think I remember that one. Yeah, that was Kid Rock's Christmas party. I was always trying to write Kid Rock <laughs> stuff. It was Guy Fieri and Kid Rock's Christmas so, special. Like, <laughs> Every week, you're like, okay, for this one, oh, yeah. I wrote Kid about- Rock has a cooking show. Yeah, I have a lot of Kid Rock obsession. That is weird. Well, uh, I mean, he's got he, he's, he's kind of a caricature in himself. I mean, I really uh, just am just blown away by the guy. Like, just sure. like, he, I don't, I mean, he's a, he's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I just, but I'm fascinated by him. You should, amazing I mean, people are fascinated. Yeah. yeah. Kid Rock might run for president. Oh, I, I love the crazier the better. Like, <laughs> like I hate it when somebody's like, "Oh, Jack White is he's crazy." I'm like, that's how they should be. Yeah, I yeah. don't want him to like. Dude, I was I was obsessed. Your rock stars crazy. I was upset. Not even rock stars. I was obsessed with Charlie Sheen when he was going through all that. Oh, he, yeah. he was like Tiger Blood. I'm I fucking I, sh- I got the hippopotamus pussy juice. Like he was just going off on all yeah. this. I was like, dude, I can't get enough of this guy. Yeah, it's so. And also, there was something about. I don't know if Kid Rock has the same uh, flair, but like when the crazy gets to such a level of crazy, some brilliance seeps through, you know, because they're so out there I mean, and they're saying so much shit that some of it sticks and you're like, actually not a bad point, man. No. Surge might be the greatest soda of all time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm just fascinated by, by musicians. Yeah, uh, you, should, uh, you, you should talk with Chris Porter. You know, he's buddies with him. With, with Kid Rock? Yeah, like, oh, man. he's been to his house multiple might, times. Here was my dream. <laughs> he could text him right now. Oh, my God. Fun. I would love to see a show where Brooks takes Kid Rock around all of his, <laughs> oh. all of his uh, camping. Oh, my God. Camping with Brooks and you take Kid I, Rock around. Here was my dream. Mm-hmm. So Bobby Moynihan plays Guy Fieri. And so they kind of, like, Guy Fieri loves Bobby's impression. Uh, so I played right. Kid Rock in this one, and in my dream world, I'm like, okay, Kid Rock and Guy Fieri are friends in real life, because sure. of course. Because uh, <laughs> 
Uh, I love that's your explanation. Yeah, yeah. Of course they're friends. Uh, and I was like, okay, they so here's what's going to happen. We're going to, the sketch will go on. Chris Rock will, I mean, Chris Rock. Kid Rock will love my impression so much that uh, me, Guy Fieri, Bobby, and Kid Rock will go to Guy Fieri's uh, restaurant in Times Square and have a dinner together. Like, <laughs> and, uh, You're like, of, put that on your vision board. Yeah, uh, none of it went down. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I was just fascinated with him. Uh, the National, I got to meet who were like, strangely, uh, very happy guys. Like, uh, oh, even for that kind of music. Well, I wrote a sketch where I was, I was just, uh, all the sketches I wrote there were basically me playing me. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just called, I think the sketch was Brooks Cheers Up the National. And, <laughs> uh, and they were like, you should be writing sketches for the host. Like, yeah. stop it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wrote a sketch where I'd been lying all season that I was best friends with the Black Keys, and then when they played like the final episode, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just stuff like that. I mean, that was that was the coolest part for sure. Um, was like the bands for me because I love yeah. music, and and that, and that seems like if, if if in one year they had Arcade Fire, the National, and Arcade Black Fire, Keys, the National, that's Black amazing. Keys, Kings of Leon Beck, I didn't know was the was an angel. Shit, we just saw Beck in concert. It was unbelievable. His voice is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it. Also, just like seeing these pop stars, I would never see, and this being like, oh, this is a great like One Direction. Those dudes were really cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like Lady Gaga, I'm like, she's so rad. And, is she? Yeah, she's very nice. She seems like such an anomaly to me. Like, what is she? She was so cool. I remember me. She just like funny. Yeah, I mean, great. Just talented, you yeah. know? I don't know about yeah. funny, but talented for sure. She did the uh, sketch with Timberlake, right? He was, was there. That, was was think, that that year? Uh, I'm sure that they've done something together before. Yeah. Not yeah, that yeah. year. Timberlake was there. He was there. He was a just a normal, normal as hell dude. I remember... Uh, I, I, he was wearing a shirt with like a leopard on it or something, and I was like, "Nice Jaguar shirt." And he goes, "They're leopards." I go, "I'm pretty sure I know Jaguar." <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Whoa, new guy thinks he can razz me." And I was like, "No, I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, don't tell Lauren. Lauren. Oh, don't I'm tell just Lauren. I'm not a razzer." Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I remember. Then I remember being like a little bit like, "Hey, this is my fucking show." Yeah. And I was com- I was complaining to somebody. I was like, "Timberlake's being kind of a dick to me." And he's like, "He's honestly, he's been on it more than you have." So he. Oh. <laughs> what if you were like, "Dude, I'm not." You, you're my favorite Backstreet yeah. Boy. Don't yeah. even worry about it. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of cool people. Who else? Like, uh, it was just a. Was uh, Hanks ever there when you were there? No, he was. He was not. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was a moment where I was walking down the hall, and Lauren Michaels was having a conversation with Leonardo DiCaprio, and Yikes. I was like, sure, would have had to really squeeze through it, and I just go, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna go near that conversation. And I like took. Just to fly it up, like I took like the long, an extra ten minutes just so I didn't. There was just some situations I was like, I don't even want to be near this. Well, sure, because you you can only imagine if like you walked by Lauren and Leo and God knows whatever they're talking oh, about. I'm sure it was just very. And then, it wouldn't, nothing would have happened. I was just like, I don't want any yeah, part of this. Lauren just turns to you and goes, um, Brooks, what do you think about the global climate situation? Oh, I'm sure you're like, uh, bad, and then yeah, run away. <laughs> I don't know. I did meet Paul McCartney. He was cool, and all I said was, because uh, it just like turned into a hall and yeah. turned, and like bumped into him, and he was like, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. And he was like, hello. What, you jizzed in front of him? No, That's what that pretty much. Like. <laughs> all I said was, Rocky Raccoon is the shit. <laughs> uh, and he goes, thank you. Dude, uh, he is, I mean, it's, uh, you know he uh, would come to Hollywood Improv a lot. Did you ever yeah. see those pictures? No, I heard all about it. I got off stage. I don't know why I don't, A, tell the story more on stage, or B, yeah. like, just bring it up every day. 
it's because nuts. it's crazy. I get off stage, somebody goes, Paul McCartney's here again. I go, holy shit, that means he just watched my set. Yeah. He's sitting in the back improv booth. I go, well, now I need to walk by him so that he sees me and hopefully waves me over and we yeah. become best friends forever. Absolutely. And we travel the world on a hot air balloon. Yeah. And so I walk by and he goes, hey, Adam, man. He, goes, he makes eye contact. He goes, yeah. great job, great job. Uh, Very British, thumbs up. He goes, that was yeah. groovy, man, great job. So and then nice. he goes, sit down, sit down. No. Sit down. I go, what? He goes, come on, sit down, sit down. He goes, let's have a drink. I'm I go, excited for you. He goes, yeah. I go, yeah. He goes, what do we have? I go, dude, I'll drink anything. I'll do anything to you. I'm very vulnerable right now. Like, yeah. what do you want, man? You're the beetle in this situation. Yeah. He goes, let's get margaritas. I'm like, fucking yeah, dude, obviously. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I anything mean, you say right now. But now, see, now that you tell that story, it kind of bums me out because it wasn't the perfect margarita. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> we got to get it. We gotta it didn't end with me shitting my beer. pants, but yeah. had, the margarita had nothing to do with it. It was out uh, of, in, you know, but he was so, guys like that too, you're like, you're a beetle. You should be a dick. You've done like, you're the you done had, everything. By the way, he had a, a, a presence, I'm sure you felt it too, of just like extra. There's a few, I think, yeah. celebs out there that are like next level shit where I you're mean, like, you're yeah. not even real to me right now. We had up in our dressing room, I shared a dressing room with uh, Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney. We had Beatles rock band that we would play, yeah. you know, because you were in our dressing room so much. And like, I think the three of us were like, which one goes and asks Paul if he'll come play with us? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I think we were all so new and terrified that it would be annoying we didn't do it. Right. But, but it, can you only imagine? Like oh my God! Paul McCartney playing be- playing Beatles rock yeah. band. Yeah, I remember. So Springsteen. I don't watch the show anymore because it's like an ex girlfriend. You know? Yep. Sure. Sure. Like sure. It just. I'm like. Ah, I just don't even want to think about oh, it. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, I asked Kyle what how Springsteen was. I was like, what was Springsteen like? Uh, and he's like, well, he played rock band with us, and it was a rock band that I bought. And I, was like, uh, you, yeah. I don't need to know this. <laughs> and, and he then, kept saying, "Where's Brooks?" Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Ex- and then he was like, "I'm fucking with you. I never talked to him." Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Oh god. I like that he knows how to push your buttons. Oh so. yeah, he knows that if yeah. him playing with Bruce Springsteen on my machine, I would ha- be like, <laughs> uh, your voice on Big Hero Six. Uh, yeah, Can yeah. We talk about I, that. Yeah, absolutely. I took over uh, T.J. Miller's part, so I can't wait to disappoint fans everywhere. <laughs> can I? No. Can I? Can I be honest right now? So I went in for that, right? Oh, you for did for that part too. Yeah. And no joke, dude. When I'm starting to like read it, and I'm like, I just don't. You know, I know some people over there, and it was like, you know, and maybe the voice match get close, but I'm like, dude, you have to have a natural voice that's in his vein. And no joke, I was like, Brooks Whelan would be perfect for this. Oh, okay. Cool. And then when I saw you got it, dude, I was like, fucking. So pumped. Right. Well, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, like you guys, there's a, there is a, a, um, I, a graveliness a, that you and yeah, TJ both I, have. I, I mean, some... I, I was a little like, I don't know, because some people, like if they just listen to my thing, they're like, oh, he's ripping TJ. And I'm like, comedically, no, maybe our voices are a little similar. He's right. like a super absurdist and one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would definitely point to TJ as one of my favorite comedians, but yeah. I'm like, I am not ripping him off on stage. It's very personal material. Yeah. But then when I got that, I was like, ugh, it's just gonna oh, like I'm ripping TJ again. It, yeah. Uh, oh, geez. Look yeah. at this guy. I can't stop following everything he yeah, does. Exactly. I mean, pretty soon he's gonna be in a Yogi Bear movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I hope you are. But yeah, no, I did. I, I'm doing that. It's super fun. Voiceover is it's great. the greatest. Yeah. So, First time I'd ever done voiceover. It's and, really fun. Oh, really? First time. Now, did you do anything to change your voice at all? Did you try to create no. a character? No, or no, just, no. I just, you. I just talk like this. Just uh, this is the new voice. This is what Fred sounds like now. <laughs> and by the <laughs> way, the show or the movie was so huge well, that the show's great. gonna. I mean, that's a big deal, and it's my like my Rudolph's in it. I mean, everybody's in it. You don't meet them, you know. You're just going and do it solo. Yeah, but still, I would at some point reach out. 
Uh, hey, sure. Maya, we're on the same show. You yeah, we've been on twice. a couple shows. You want to yeah. go get a perfect margarita <laughs> yeah, and exactly. shit ourselves together and share uh, a moment? But yeah, that's, that'll be fun. It's I've read a lot of the scripts and it's like, well, this is like a really great cartoon, man. I mean, I've read all of the scripts I've done, mm-hmm. but I don't think there, there's a lot of episodes that we haven't done yet. And I'm like, this is actually really great because cool. I loved the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember really liking the movie and like literally being like, oh, I can't wait for Big Hero 6 to uh, like a sequel. And now I'm like, well, I guess I'm part. Well, that's I'm sure crazy. If it goes to a movie, Cage yeah. would do it again. But I don't even know. Maybe. Oh, I don't. I mean, why? Why not? He's the best. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Uh, what is the most challenging part about doing it that you've found? Because it is like a new thing for you. Now, you didn't walk in and go, hey, guys, I've never written a sketch before, did you? No, or I I've did. never done a voice before. <laughs> no, but I didn't know how to do the papers. Like you're supposed to like set the you have a like a little uh, like a music stand and you have the scripts in front of you. Yeah. And they're like you put one over here so you can go from one page to the next. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, ah, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, so they could tell pretty much right away. That That's I, fine. They're but, they have no problem assisting with technical things if you're oh, killing no. it. And it was fun. Yeah, it's super fun. And the guys who write it and direct it are so cool. It's like my favorite part of the week is. Uh, Going in and doing those voices. Yeah. The voice of a cartoon, man. That, to me, is like the ultimate dream. It's super fun. And yeah. and uh, also on a show that's like got some edgy humor to it. It's like an adult, like adults can watch yeah. it, probably. I mean, it'll be cool for my nephews, and it's cool for me. I love the show. Come on. Right. Yeah. And, and like you said, you wanted to be in a sequel for Big Hero 6, and that's like, okay. I didn't want to be in a sequel. Oh, I was excited wanted... to see a sequel. Oh, okay. And now I'm like, oh, I guess I got like You're kind of in it. Yeah. I remember, yeah, yeah, it's weird. I, I was talking to somebody the other day about I've, everything I've ever done. I've always like prefaced it with, ah, this isn't that big of a deal. Like, no, you know, like I always preface everything with this. Mm, try to keep yourself deal. humble that uh, way. No, but I mean, like that way I don't get nervous. But yeah. I remember, yeah. like at Saturday Night Live, I was like, oh, shit, this is a, <laughs> this is a big deal. Like I couldn't talk myself out of it yeah. not being a big deal. I was like, no, this is a big deal. Yeah. But uh, you don't have to shave for Big Hero Six. You can be Brooks full yeah, on Brooks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you're a you're a voice on Big Hero Six. I just saw on your IMDb page that you're uh, you're playing a part in a movie that, and the name of the part is literally Handsome Park Ranger. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was like, can we give him a name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that's cool because it's like cool. you're Handsome Park Ranger. That's got to be a little well, bit of was, an ego boost. Was, no, it was. Uh, you know, the star of the movie is Brent Morin, so it's not that big of a boost. <laughs> you know? Hey, that's uh, nine time. Yeah, Brent's a nine-time guest on the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm joking. No, He's like one of my good friends. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, it's just me best. and Brent acting together for it was just like a little day shoot. It yeah, was, it was super fun. But yeah, I mean, I but I mean, Jonah Hill's not playing handsome Park Ranger. Yeah, but Jonah Hill's uh, <laughs> awesome in the movie. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's. Did you get to work with actual animals? As the Park Ranger? Yeah. No, no. I'm just, I'm just surly. <laughs> I just remember being surly. It was just a day shoot. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, it was fun. I don't know. You're very whatever about stuff. And I think it's a good mentality to have. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. This is a cool gig. I'm going to soak it up and have fun. And then on to the next thing. Yeah. I've learned. I've learned to uh, try to really appreciate things a lot more lately. Because like Mm -hmm. SNL happened out of nowhere. And I was really worried the whole time I was on it. I didn't really take a time. Also, I was in like a just not a great relationship. Yeah. It was just like so. It all happened so fast. So much turmoil that I was just like, I really didn't take the time to appreciate any of that. Um, that like now when things are going good, I'm like, fucking enjoy it, man. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you have to. What's the point things, of doing it? Things don't go good forever. Yeah, you know. And also, some of the stuff we get to do is so fucking cool. Yeah. And if you don't, like, you have to. Uh, the appreciation of 
of a pat, giving yourself a little pat on the back and go, oh, cool, like I did a lot of things right to get to this point. Yeah. And, and other people, I didn't just walk in and get this. Like there were a lot of factors involved and I somehow broke through. So you got to be cognizant of that and be like, hey, good job, me. And then also <laughs> like it, it drives you a little bit to go like, I want to do that again because that's what, this, yeah. might, this will end at some point and I'm going to want that feeling oh, again. Oh, abs- absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean like the realization of just like, hey, man, like, I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, do I suck? And then I'm like, no, you don't suck. Yeah. You're, you're doing okay. Yeah. You You've know? done like, some shit. Uh, that and everyone needs to follow you on Twitter, not just because to <laughs> to stay updated, but your tweets are uh, freaking awesome. Well, they, let's we, can we get can we get some uh, absolute? I mean, if if, I don't, if if you don't mind me reading some, no, you can. I use Twitter. It's the only way I, place I write jokes because I don't do jokes on stage. I just kind of talk, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like an outlet of the dumb stuff that I goes through my brain. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like you said, you're not a guy that really. Like you're not like you're not a. I don't, I'm the same way. I'm not a set up punch kind of guy on stage. Right. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> more of like my life's in shambles. Listen to me. Will you give me some Brooks tweets? Okay. Sure. Right, I don't know which ones I've done lately. <laughs> An IKEA employee just asked. Oh, this is what me. I was drinking, and I looked at him and said, "Be cool," and it worked. That did that did happen, <laughs> but you have to read the one before. Oh. Girlfriend asked if I would go to Ikea with her. I said yes, as long as we could drink wine out of a squirt bottle while there. A deal was made. Yeah, so I got hammered in Ikea the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Actually, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. That was was a runner. I was just drunk in Ikea. That was made a wave. You got drunk and then went there? No. They have a bar at Ikea? No, I filled up a squirt bottle with wine. Oh. And mm-hmm. took it in, and the guy was like, wait, wait, what are you drinking? And I was just like, just be cool, man. He was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just heard a 10-year-old being scolded for farting in someone's mouth. Can't stop wondering how it went down. The logistics of it. Yeah, that happened. That was at over, that was close to here. I was just walking across the street, and some mom was going like, you can't fart in people's mouths. And I was like, what? <laughs> I want to know these all new the age backstory kids, to these that. New age kids, it used to be that you can't, you know, throw spitballs in yeah. class. You can't be, you know, throwing, throwing paper airplanes at your sister. Don't yeah. fart in mouths. Yeah. So, yeah, it was And nuts. quit peeing in your dog's butt. Like, yeah. what else is this kid doing? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Uh, Twitter's fun. I like it. My favorite thing is Instagram just because I like photography a lot. Yeah, you, you're and you're really good at it. Well, yeah, you that's are. not... Uh, I don't. It's easy. You have an you know, eye for it. You, you have. I have an iPhone, and it makes it. No, I, <laughs> I, anybody can be a photographer right now. It's super easy. I just like. Uh, Do you own an actual camera? Yeah, I've like I have a really nice camera, a cool. Leica that I shoot with. That I like. That's my way of like uh, uh, of when I would go on the road. And I would have to stay there for three days. It's so easy just to sit in your hotel. I was like, how about if instead of doing that, I go take photos? And mm-hmm. that way I'm not just like depressed. I'm, I got like, you out. Out yeah. on the road, seeing what the city has to is offer. That, is, is that something you would ever want to like, or is, it just, is that a hobby? Would you ever try to monetize it? Or are you just like, yeah, this is cool? Oh, my God. Somebody wants to, I would love to monetize it, man. <laughs> are you kidding me? Well, hey, if, if you want to buy any of Brooks's photos of Monument Valley. <laughs> I mean, it got me a, like a, uh, a, a travel show. We shot a travel show pilot um, that IFC picked mm-hmm. up and then didn't move forward with, which is fine. You know, that's how most pilots work. But uh, just like I remember somebody pitched. They were like, hey, we have like a idea for this travel show. Do you know anybody? And then like it was through uh, it was through like um, 
uh, above average, which is SNL's yep. like, side project. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I don't know, Brooks is always somewhere. We'll just put him on it. I mean, that's a great sentence. Brooks is always somewhere. Yeah, I think I got on Hawaii Five O because I was taking Instagram photos of Hawaii one time. And uh, <laughs> somebody must follow me. And they were like, I don't know, put Brooks in it. Uh, he's already there. <laughs> like, I got a call when I was in Hawaii. And they're like, you don't even have to come in an audition. Do you want to be on a Hawaii Five O? And I was like, yes. That's amazing. What was there the part? Go. It was, oh my gosh, is the best. I just played a guy who found the dead body. Uh, oh, that's so cool. Just like the I've always scene. wanted to do that. Oh, that's so a, great. That's a strange you can look it up, desire of I mine. I don't know what the episode is. So you're walking around in like a Hawaii outfit. I'm driving a VW bus with a girl who's my girlfriend, and then we're hunting for wild mushrooms or something, and then we find an uh, old man who's been shot with an arrow, and he has a briefcase. With money spilling out. What was your line or uh, lines? My line was supposed to, here's the best part. I, my line was supposed to just go like, oh, you know, this is lines before. <laughs> but the first take, uh, we walk up to the dead body, and then I thought it'd be funny. I look directly, I go, I look directly into the camera, and I go, uh oh, somebody better call Hawaii Five O. <laughs> uh, and the director just goes, cut, <laughs> no, do, do absolutely not. not. Yeah. Did he not get it? That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, but she was like, then she was, she was a professional working on like a million of dollars. You know, there's right, so right, much money right. poured into that show. Oh yeah, she yeah. was like, I cannot tell you how much this isn't about you. <laughs> Just do your lines, man. Like, you, there's a lot of people here. Right. You're making us do another take. This you thought the, you were going to, like, break the ice with the crew. Yeah, like, sure. Like, oh, the fun, he's a funny guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember. You gotta I, ask him back for another episode. Exactly. I remember I finished a banana one time. I was like, where do I put the peel? And we're shooting in the jungle. And a guy was like, you just throw it. And I was like, oh, okay. Which makes sense. It's biodegradable. And then yeah. I finished uh, a bottle of water and just, like, chucked it. And uh, people are like, what are you doing? I was like, he said, just throw your trash. <laughs> like, clearly I'm joking. But they're right. like, I don't think they get a lot of jokesters on Hawaii Five. I don't Probably think not. so. Scott Kahn yeah. doesn't seem like the... Uh... Um, the uh, uh, I can't think of his... Daniel Day Kim was there. Okay. He interrogated us. Uh, the, he was he was on Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, he played uh, Jin on Lost. And he's a huge SNL fan. And nice. a okay. huge Lost fan. Oh, man. So we went out that night. Kind of nerded kinda out like together. Question for question. Like, yeah. okay, in Lost, what was this like? You dude, know, that's... All oh, right, on SNL, what was this like? And I was, well, dude, that's kind of the... Greatest, it yeah. So when fun. that matches up, that guy rules. He's just been living. He's because he shot Lost, and yeah. then he went straight to Hawaii Five O. He's just been living in Hawaii for the last ten years. God, shooting. that's that's the career path. Yeah, to just do. I only Gilligan's do. Island I next. only do series yeah. if they're in Hawaii. Yeah, like exactly. like that. Like that's on his right. Well, he's he, who I got engaged to. <laughs> yeah, to him. Well, joking. Woody Harrelson lives out there. Who wouldn't? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roseanne lives. Yeah, out she there? has a nut farm. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's, that, that's not even a. I didn't even drink a lot of Nyquil before saying that. That's that's the actual truth. Yeah, she, she has a farm. She just smokes a bunch of weed and she chills. She's like pro Trump though, so she's crazy. Uh, is she really? Yeah, I think. Well, she Well, I mean, you're living on a nut farm. You're literally a nut. So I remember the first paycheck I got for like being in like a first like big paycheck like because uh, SNL's not you don't make a lot of money right. doing <laughs> that. But the first one that was for like a significant sum for like shooting a movie. Uh, and at how much taxes were taken out, and I was like, I get being a Republican now. Like, <laughs> I understand this kind of makes yeah. sense now. Yeah, I, I mean, get I, my rich people vote for like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of want this stuff. Uh, yeah, but then, but then, like an hour later, I was like, I was being selfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do uh, I do want to recommend that everyone goes uh, to iTunes or somehow finds your album uh, This Is Cool, right? Yeah, yeah. so and, funny. Uh, Thank you, guys. Yeah. Definitely was on a lot of top ten lists in the year 
2015. Yeah, it came so. out came out last year. I'm gonna yeah. put out a new one this year the, in, in 2017. Awesome. But See, that's good. It's like two years every two years. Well, I mean, I thought I was ready uh, last year. Every yeah. year you don't record an album. The next year you're like, thank God I didn't record. Oh shit! It. Yeah, yeah. You know, the amount of stuff you tack on. Yeah, yeah. Not only to certain bits, but then the new bits, and you're like, oh yeah. God, I, this this will be even better now. Also, if I recorded it last year, it would have been a real bummer. You know, like <laughs> I mean, like last year was rough. Uh, uh, just going through like a breakup, um, and like I'm in such a better place emotionally. Yeah, I'm like you seem oh, like it. It would have been a real like looking back on that, I'd been like, ooh, that's a sad guy. Yeah, you don't put that out there. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, it's really spilling all his beans. <laughs> I'd rather watch somebody be happy on stage. Yeah. So I'm like really glad because I showcased it last year for uh, like Comedy Central and Netflix and they were like, you know, let's give it a little more work. Uh, <laughs> and looking back, I'm like, they were very right. Yeah, yeah they were. Uh, there's a party in the moment though. It's like, no, it's ready. You know, exactly. I had a bit about how this is how dark I was getting a bit. Like I had a bit about how I've never tried to kill myself. Who do I think I am? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like how that's never even been a thought in my head, and wow. I'm like, whoa, I must. Have, that's an ego, man. Uh, and <laughs> how like, cool do you think you are? What a you, what a dark premise. Yeah, that's, know, like, that's, not the, that's not in the. Uh, that's not in the. I I, did, I don't know if I wanted. I like sometimes I wish I was a fly on the wall. I definitely don't want to be a fly on the wall at the moment that you're like. This is gr- perfect. Uh, By the way, what's like, a segue? Like, what do you that? segue into after that? Anyway, so was, well, uh, that, well, traffic's getting nuts yeah. in LA. What was this? That joke, was, that joke didn't go too well. well. I'm kind of dying up here. Was, Speaking of dying. Well, I was talking <laughs> about the worst. It was like the end of, I was just talking about the worst night of my life. Yeah. Like, which was when it all, like all this, a bunch of terrible things went down and relationship ending stuff. And like, mm-hmm. and I just like acted like a, a real psycho. And uh, it just was like, I was like, I woke up in the morning and I, didn't even think about suicide like who do i think i am that guy should have killed himself like oh my god uh, it was just like just so dumb like i was just being way too uh dramatic mm-hmm. well um, i mean i mean but so you were being anyway, honest with yourself at the time yeah absolutely super yeah. honest uh super real and uh you know has something i had to go through to, yeah you know get to where i'm like back to happy again well right. i love you that know. you're back to happy again because yeah, happy brooks is the best brooks it's so much more fun yeah <laughs> being happy is so much more fun yeah yeah, there's a lot to uh, be happy about. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, so uh, pe- people continue to follow him on Instagram, follow him on Twitter, get the album, uh, and then if you see him in the in a national park, uh, do some mushrooms with him. Well, that's that, I don't do a ton of mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to put out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But mushrooms are the one like me and my girlfriend are going to go down to Mexico and camp for Christmas, just wow. on the beaches south of Ensenada, and uh, uh, we were thinking about taking mushrooms with us and. Um, but then I was like, what if we get stopped at the border? And then I was like, that's the best thing to, like, if I did go to jail, that's like the only thing I would be like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. I to, like, Sorry, I tried to sneak mushrooms into Mexico. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You probably look at him like, uh, while I'm sitting in the cell, you guys give me the mushrooms yeah. back? Oh, yeah. No, I would not want them in a Mexican <laughs> cell. I'd be like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. No, no. So I think the decision was uh, not to take them. <laughs> And we'll Good just, call, my friend. We'll just go and be rational human beings. <laughs> and uh, are you, can people find you uh, live touring? Uh, um, I, I guess I don't really year? have. I, I'm going to go back out on tour. I'm opening for John Oliver oh, that's right. uh, over New Year's in Detroit. Unbelievable. Uh, he's one of my favorite people on planet Earth. Yeah, yeah I, open, I open for him a lot. And he's, he is uh, truly the, great, uh, the most humble, um, hardest working, awesome. cool guy ever. Smart as shit. Smart yep. as shit, but like. But, but fun, yeah. you know, not mm-hmm. like uh, not a dick about how intelligent he is. No, humbler than anything. Like, so rad. just can't. And he loves you. 
Well, I don't know about. He thinks I'm okay. He thinks he can follow. He has no problem following me. That's <laughs> all I know. He's a really nice guy, though. But uh, just Good. open for him, and then I'm sure uh, I'll go out on the road um, sometime. So, so, so buy a ticket to see John Oliver. I mean, sure, John's great, but you're gonna see Brooks. Exactly. Viewer. I think my tweet was, uh, uh, "We're gonna flip a coin to see who headlines. <laughs> <laughs> to see who goes on first. Perfect. Uh, well, thanks for doing this, man. Oh, I was yeah. super wanted, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to come on. I'm a big fan. I saw, uh, you guys are good at promoting it. I oh. saw a flyer in my favorite coffee shop for this. Ooh, uh, really? And that's when I texted you. I was like, hey, I want to come on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, you guys, awesome. you, guys at, uh, you guys are over, you guys got some Los Feliz presents. <laughs> Dude, yeah. which uh, that sounds like a new CBS drama you could be on. Los Feliz Presents. <laughs> yeah, it's just me skateboarding around, being like, "That's ah, not homeless people. I'm not harming anybody." Uh, Thanks, Brooks. Thank you guys very much. This is fun. Thanks, bud. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.